Welcome to a very special episode of the Blow Minds podcast, and by that I mean it's pretty some, mediocre. Some would say it's extreme. Yeah, we're going to uh, start with the Mookie shit. Mookie got traded. Yeah. I'm dead inside. And then we're going to talk about the first week of the XFL. And we have the new segment of Dan's Movie Minute. Yeah, we're workshopping the title. We'll figure it out. But, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. Well, uh, let's get to it then. Kick the open. Woo! Lines podcast. It's the day before Valentine's Day. Uh, we haven't recorded. Oh, my name's Dan Murray. Alongside me, as always, is uh, James Aloysius Shea. Jimmy. It's a me. Jesus, we're off to a great start. Uh, yeah, we haven't recorded since uh, the infamous day after the Super Bowl recording, which um, I remember. For sure. No, you don't. <laughs> I listened back. I remember a few. It, that was tough. That was a tough listen, tough edit. Uh, but we're back. We have nothing to talk about. Well, we have, we have the XFL. Yeah, we have the XFL. We're going to work some more movies. I'm going to hopefully be a little more coherent when we talk movies. Um, and we're going to start with the Mookie shit, because we didn't get to touch on it. It happened, I think, the day after we recorded. Well, which one? Which, which time did it happen? Yeah, the initial trade, uh, Mookie bets... The fucking Boston Red Sox traded Mookie Betts. So, they traded him so, last Tuesday. So we, so we talked about this uh, when the rumors were coming out about where our thoughts were, and I believe you were against it. I was for it at the time. Well, I'm against it because I, I still – I'm running on this weird kind of um, – I mean, I lie to myself all the time, but one of, one of my base lies is that I have a heart and I care about my teams and the people. And so this is one of the biggest uh, disillusionments, but it's been a long time coming of – I just I fucking hate the Red Sox, man. I really do. I, I think so. It's fair to say we're both Pats fans, yes. Hands down. And then you skew more Bruins, and I skew more Red Sox as like a secondary. Uh, so actually, so if I were to rank my my top four, like the four teams, yeah, because the Revs don't really count as a team. Well, you know, respect to that guy who does a PA over there. Sure, now. yeah, yeah, no, um, we got friends over there. But right? but realistically, it's not a real sport. No, it's a real sport, but not up here. Not, not up here. Not no. up here. Um, so I go Bruins first. It was Red Sox, but now it's Celtics because the Red because baseball. Even for me. Wait a minute. So you're you got the Patriots third. Fourth. Oh my God. Can you not do a hot take thing? It's not. Actually... It's not a hot take. I just I, I don't know. It's just I I I'm a miserable fan, so I like watching my team lose occasionally. And his past just don't lose enough for me. All right. Well, as someone whose brain actually works, and I'm not trying to put on an act here, I go Patriots number one, Red Sox number two, Bruins number three. And old round ball, the Celtics, they're great. I, it's very easy for me to not pay attention to the Celtics number four. Although the Celtics, their fans make make me want to put them four. So it, it, so realistically, gun to my head, it'd be Bruins one, Sox two, Patriots three, Celtics four, just because of the fans. Okay. You know, the let's go Celtics when they're down 20 points to the to the Cavs a couple years ago when, I, when I'm sitting there booing it from my... Yeah, because so, nobody cares about the Celtics because the Bruins, they, they have simultaneous seasons and the Bruins this, always win. So the I Celtics... Mean, anyways, we're off, we're off topic. Also, this is just... Boston's a hockey city at its core, deep down. I think it was a, it was a baseball city for a very long time. It's, then no, it, Bobby Orr turned into hockey and baseball. And then it was maybe a little bit of Celtics when there was Larry Bird going on. Yep. Never Patriots until Brady and Belichick. That turned that changed in 2000. I mean, there was always a core football fans, but the yeah, same with but, the country has become such football centric. So has New England, especially with the 20 years of success. Right. I want to see what happens. Red now. Sox are dead. They have been. That's been my <laughs> team. Been, I was a baseball kid. Wore an orange Red Sox hat every day from like kindergarten to like second grade. Always yeah. loved the Red Sox. Orange. It was orange. Yeah. That I, sounds was, horrible. I know. And I, and I was giving you shit for yellow being your favorite color. Now you went on purple. But that was that was me as a as a little kid. This is you as a little adult. So <laughs> <laughs> basically, what I'm trying to say is, I fucking I, it's done. This is over for years now. I mean, you we've talked about this. Anyone who knows me knows I hate Sweet Caroline. I've always oh, despised that kind of shit. The fact that uh, this Red Sox team for years, I mean, it's weird. 04 was such a monumental experience in my life and how much baseball and the magic and all of that kind of the romance of, of what baseball meant um, meant to me. And then they've slowly been whittling it away with 
uh, bad bad trades, bad horrible signings. All the bullshit. Uh, it's Moneyball. I blame Moneyball. I f- it was the worst thing that ever happened to baseball. Is Billy being the talk about a choker? We we're talking about a choker off the air. Billy Bean is probably the worst fucking choker that gets celebrated in all professional sports for doing absolutely nothing because he doesn't. He's never won anything. Okay, but what does that have to do with the Sox franchise trying to pinch every penny and make? Because money it's, out a, of it? it's all started with the Billy Bean Moneyball movement, and it, then they end up getting Theo, who was probably the who was probably the best. MLB executive. Like at integrating the two things of like money and then also. Yeah, the thing is, my thing with the whole money ball th- aspect of, of baseball is there's no cap. So as much as it's, it's nice to have parity throughout the league where, you know, you have the Houston Astros winning for a little bit or the A's winning for a little bit, it's not sustainable. The big money teams will always be the big money teams, the Yankees, the Red Sox. Except for when they fuck up like this. Like that's the problem. There's we're, no problem. But the, the problem is we're a fan. Like there's the haves and the have-nots, and I root for a team of the haves, and the fact that they aren't in it every year is fucking pathetic. It, there are four exactly. teams that are drop your wallet on the table, and it smushes the other teams, and it's the Dodgers, the Cubs, the uh, no Dodgers, Cubs, Dodge, uh, Yankees, and Red Sox. Sorry, I'm a little out of it. Yeah, Dodgers, no. Cubs. Red Sox, yep, Yankees. I agree. The fact that the Red Sox are were not in it last year at all, and they have to take a step back and rebuild, is pathetic. And it's because they purely mismanaged their I money and I their team. I didn't even say there's three teams. The, the Cubs are there, but the Cubs are. Cubs there. are similar to the Sox in the fact that they fucked up a little bit too with yeah, what they're doing. But, but the they're, Cubs, I put the Cubs with like the Angels. I'm saying money and, to burn. Yeah, maybe second tier with, with the Angels still and a Mets. Huge payroll. Like they have yeah. a huge because they're in a big market. Yeah. And then the White Sox just fucking suck. But. My my thing with it is that when the money is not there's no cap, so it's still just the owner. So you, it's how much you're willing to exactly. spend. And that's yes, why the and, Dodgers and, are willing to and, just. And yes, you lose draft right. picks and you lose. Uh, <coughs> and they can't me. draft anyway, so who cares? And you lose uh, overseas spending money because I guess that is its own pool. How much you can offer for like international exactly, free agents? Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I don't I didn't like. Mogi Betts is a player. I thought he was very overrated, especially in this part of the country. Um, people call him the second best player in the game. I think it's kind of outrageous. Numerically, he was. Right. As if you watch him, he's not that. Baseball, low-key, um, a lot of it's about stats. When I said that, though, I said, but Derek Jr. not a Hall of Famer, and I got, I got a bash on All right, let's stay on track. Let's stay on track. Is it stats or is it not stats? Tell me, please. I'm, I've been waiting for this. It's both, just like everything else. Okay, so my thing with Mookie Betts is that if you look at him— Let's wh- Hold on. Before, put a pin in that. Let's just explain what the trade is. Okay. So, it so was, the trade, it happened the day after we recorded. Initially, it was— uh, I can't pronounce his name, so Mookie, go ahead. Oh, fuck, yeah. It yeah. was like— Anyway, something Gratterall or something. Yeah. It was a cool Steve Brule kind of name. It was Mookie Betts and David Price going to the Dodgers for Alex Verdugo's an outfield, young outfielder, um, and Graves Bard Bladdishfall from the Twins is a th- he's this, he's like super fat uh, fireballer. He, he gained like fifty pounds. Gained fifty pounds. He's twenty one years old. He's like six one. Like two ninety, something like crazy. <laughs> Huge. Um, which that's what they say is you put on all your baby fat at age like twenty one. Yeah, and exactly. That, so that was my problem. That's who they traded for at first, and then they. Kevin Medea went to the Twins. Yes, because uh, Gratterall was a Twins prospect. So it was a three way trade. Sox got cold feet because they were like, "Wait a minute, he's that fat?" I don't know. They, they probably. I think it might have been more of the backlash from. Uh, the, the public, or they just finally kind of like woke up like from their drunken stupor of like, what did we do? Yep. They end up basically kind of pulling out, be like, we want something else. So then they, they pull, I think Gratterall is his last name. I think. We probably, yeah, I mean, it, we it, have no. access to the internet. I just don't, I, wouldn't I, even know where to begin on the Google search. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, they, that instead, Twins pitcher who yeah, now plays for the Dodgers. So instead it's Mookie Betts and David Price and half of Price's contract, which is like $45 million for Alex Verdugo, a middle infielder Dodgers prospect named Jeter Downs. And Connor Wong, who I think he says is a catching prospect. He's a catcher slash infield prospect. Yeah. So it means, I mean, I'm assuming he plays third and first. But they basically dumped Mookie, or they dumped David Price's contract, and Mookie has one year left before he's a f- completely free agent to the Dodgers for a somewhat uh, injury-prone 24-year-old outfielder with uh, quite a checkered pass already. So Alex Verdugo, if you're talking about Verdugo, right? Yeah. So they say he's going to be... Andrew Benintendi-esque is what you're basically getting back. Great. Two um, Benintendis. Awesome. Um, then you have uh, Jeter Downs, who is their second-best prospect. So this one, okay, but they also, like, so they trade Mookie Betts, arguably the best player that they've had in the last 10 years. Okay. Besides, uh, well, it's 10 years, yeah. 2010, yeah, besides Ortiz, whatever. Yeah. They trade him and Price, which is great, get rid of him, for some injured 
Uh, Verdugo left outfielder who like maybe is going to be pretty maybe hits 290 20 home runs but also has a history that's not great uh, injury prospects that are injury things that are probably gonna happen a fucking fat ass dude who granted I like into him but he was gonna be a middle he was gonna be a reliever he was never gonna be a starter throws gas po- possibly a closer but basically panda on the mound Oh, and said they, they get out, they're like, we're out on that. So then they get a, like, they literally get a guy whose first name is fucking Jeter. Like, we're supposed to cheer for a guy named Jeter. Like, it, it's so just disrespectful. Um, it's, it's very it's weird. So, it's just now rude, we've got bro. Got Jeter after all this yeah, fucking shit. Yeah, I, I just, like, you know, we know, like, any team we root for, you know that they're, any franchise, any, co- even colleges, those are corporations. We're basically yep. tricking ourselves into rooting for corporations. But I, at the I, very, I just, I'm not tricking myself. At the very least, like, can they, can they pretend that they aren't for like two seconds? Like, the level of not giving a shit. The, the tickets went up this year. Yep. And for I, the fact that I they have are season tickets, so I, I, I know. And so, like, the fact that they are stripping away all the talent and acting as if like the it started with john farrell's kind of shit where they just polish turds and just throw them at you and pretend like they're hershey kisses it, start, it started it, with, me it, start, it started with 2013 as much as i actually i liked the signing uh uihara back then and i loved the napoli signing um i actually said they were gonna win the world series as a joke when i was in high school still at the time um and they actually end up winning the world series more because of that whole inspiration behind it which i think actually actually pays dividends i think it actually does a lot yeah, I mean, John Farrell had nothing to do. They were going to win that if they I had could a broom. Have been, yeah, I could have been had, the manager there, and they, yeah. they would have hit all I could have been a manager, too. Yeah. 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 Although we would have won in 2014, too, if I had been the manager. We would have won every year since I was of age if we had managed, but that's fine. Oh, I, I think I'd – would you be a better GM or a manager? GM. Yeah, same. I mean, I, I like to think that my, my in-game play calling would be pretty decent, better than Farrell's, because Farrell's – He's had no feel for the game. I would be a terrible manager because I would yell at everyone too much. And I got to be honest, as much as I love baseball, man, I would I'd get bored. It's, you're be, asking you'd be, me to you'd watch. Be, you'd, you'd pull Pete Rose. You'd Dude, be gambling yeah, on your phone. Yeah, I'd be gambling on my team, obviously. Uh, but, like, I'd, you'd just get boring, man. Like, I love baseball to death. But to just stand there and, like, look all fucking poised, like Washington crossing the Delaware, just looking out onto the, the field the whole time, it's 162 games, plus playoffs. I don't know. I, I could God do bless that. Him, because man. It's too much. When I, when I play uh, MLB The Show on my PS4, I'm not going to lie, I make a franchise and then I play the manager mode. So I sit there, view from the dugout, and just watch the pitcher for hours on end. Is it four hours, though? You don't do it for a full game. No, I, I do quick pitches, and it's probably 40 minutes a game. I play multiple games. I, I, I get close to five, six hours doing it. All right, it. well, you have a better attention span than I do, which is a quite an upset, I feel like, from both of our energies. <laughs> but, uh, here we go. Wow. Breaking news here. <laughs> so basically, I, I just I I, think I'm done. I so, think I'm done. So I, I actually, and I'm for the trade. I was for the trade before. I was actually for the trade uh, last offseason after he won the MVP and after they won the World Series. He shouldn't have won the MVP, but he did. Um, I just think that Mookie, when he's not, when he's the only guy on the team, um, so when he didn't have Ortiz or Martinez behind him, he's a 270 hitter. Granted, it was only for one year, but he was a 270 hitter who had 20 home runs. To me, if you're going to build around a guy, he has to be able to handle himself in the lineup, which he can't do. I just have more questions as to why, A, how we got here. They won't admit why. They, they fucked up so many bad contracts that they're in this position to begin with. I personally would have just let him walk at the end of the year because, A, mm. just even from a PR aspect, if nothing else, you let him walk. You're not really the bad guy anymore. It's Mookie's decision, and then you're like, hey, hopefully we'll get him in free agency, but you play out one more year. Nobody hates you. Again, you keep the charade going of, like, you're trying to put a winning team on the field. And, and, and Unless you trade in the deadline, but then you're getting absolutely you're probably just getting Verdugo, and that's about it. Fine. That's fine. See, if they were down that much, I, like then that's fine. Because then people, again, it's like the John Lester thing wasn't that bad of the trade part of it when they traded him to Oakland at the deadline. It was the fact that when he tried to come back for free agency, they slapped such a disrespectful contract offer on the table. It was at the beginning That's of the season. What, they, the, the, they actually went after him pretty hard in the offseason. They actually almost got him back. And then Theo came in and did what Theo does best and right. sweeps up. Sweeps but it also it brings it back to the fact that they have no real ideology whatsoever about what they're doing. They go back and forth on, we don't sign pitchers over 30. That's why we're not going to get Lester. But then immediately they turn around and throw $200 million at David Price. Who's got Who sucks. Right. Oh, I hate that signing originally. Or they do, hey, you know, we don't want to do that, blah, 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 with pitchers. And then they go around and sign Chris Sale with a year Bad left. Sign. He's going to be injured. Nathan Valdi out of nowhere. 
They, and then they'll take, the, uh, it was they'll take bets money, to arbitration every year. Like, they just don't really have any sort of thing. And then I think they really do think dollar signs. That's why they signed Sandoval and Hanley Ramirez was to put asses in the seats and to yep. sell Panda merch. Had nothing to do with the actual baseball whatsoever. In a way, yes and no. Uh, I think that Hanley was a way to get seats, uh, asses in the seats. Hanley wasn't as bad. Pablo was an obvious See, one. I, and I liked Panda I, I, coming I, I off there. I disagree because I thought Panda, you know, you're going to get, you know, a 270, 260 hitter in the – in the regular season, and it was proven in the playoffs. He became a different animal. I mean, speak about MLB The Show. I loved Sandoval back then. He's a great player oh, yeah. in the show. Um, Switch hitter, fat fuck. Yep. But then it turns out um, fat fucks aren't good athletes, really. Not ever. for a long time. No. Well, of course, now he's a he relief pitches out in uh, San Francisco now. Like, as like if you need someone to, like mop up duty as like a position pit player, he goes in and he strikes people out. It's actually really cool. I mean, the Giants are. <laughs> We've talked about it. There are a dumping ground of, of players, and we can't bet. I, oh, no. Well, now Pomeranz is gone. But Pomeranz and Sandoval, we can't bet against them or for them because they will find ways for us to fuck us over. Either, yeah. No matter which one. I don't even know where. Uh, Pomeranz is now. Pomeranz might have ended up back in San Francisco, I think. Because he was on Milwaukee. He got traded at the deadline. I don't know where no, he is. No, he, now. Got, he got traded from San Fran to Milwaukee. But he's a free, he was a free agent this offseason. But I, we fucking hate him, and he will pitch lights out if I bet against him, and he will shit the bet if we bet him. Uh, we're off on a tangent. My biggest problem, I think, is I think baseball is already so up shit's creek without a paddle in terms of people wanting to watch, people like needing reasons to pay attention. And even in this market, if you're not putting a winning product or at least the semblance, like the pretending like you're going to try to win. He went back to the Padres. Ooh, okay. Pomerantz. Okay, well. His nick his his nickname is Big Smooth. Big <laughs> Smooth. Did I tell you I uh Do his name's not even Drew? Is it Andrew? <laughs> his middle name is Andrew. His first name is Thomas. Thomas Andrew Pomerantz. Tap. AKA Big Smooth. <laughs> no, so uh I don't think I ever told you this, but speaking <laughs> of uh, poopy pants Pomerantz. Um, he, his wife went to high school uh, with my girlfriend, and they either went to the wedding or were invited or whatever. But uh, I've seen their wedding video. Is it bad? It's if like I, you know. So they're the two most boring, shallow, like non-human beings of all time, like truly robot, like just tools. But at the same time, it's like in a weird way, it's romantic because at least they found each other. Like instead of each going off in their own direction and making two normie lives people like miserable <laughs> at least they've like they've closed the circuit and it's just them two like Being you know yeah talking. just sitting in a room together like not, not talking or anything. just not like, yeah. on the so in a weird way the yeah they kind of saved two other people's lives of being I, miserable good for them yeah. um also That's i guess awesome. her family is fucking like loaded so drew Pomerantz doesn't he's more pitching for fun like he doesn't really need <laughs> so he doesn't have to be good yeah he doesn't have to be good he's like ah fine just because i don't have a chin doesn't matter um i have a chin it's really weird actually yeah, so I uh, I hate the Red Sox now, man. I'm done. I, I my one problem. This is what sucks. I, I like Bogarts a lot, um, but really they're holding my son hostage, and I don't know what to do about it. My Who? baby, my baby boy. Who? Rafael Devers. Oh. That fucking cherub oh, oh, that I'm plays a, third base. I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm like, who the hell is what Murray plays for the freaking? No, that's my son, dude, <laughs> no. Devers. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, no. Uh, he'll be the next one to be traded. Oh man, I hope not. I mean, I, I want would, to keep him close. I would love, I would love to, I would throw him in a deal for Arenado. I love Arenado. Yeah, I don't. Arenado, uh, but again, who, who, like, what are they, what are they gonna do? I don't know. It's do gonna want, be Yankees want, Dodgers. Do you want to talk over the uh, play, the new playoff thing that came out? I hate it. I actually, I'm looking forward to it. Not gonna lie, if it really passes. I think baseball can't get out of its own way. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. The best thing they do is the wrong. best thing baseball ever did was the one in play, the one game playing game for the wild card. Fucking phenomenal. What they need to do, man, is make make it f like you have to put it online for free. You have to make be able to tweet gifts. You have to be able to tweet out videos. What, whatever, Instagram, whatever, all that kind of shit. Whatever game you want to be able whatever to watch. Whatever the NBA does, you should be able to watch any game. Especially there's 162 of these motherfuckers. Let people watch. It shouldn't have to be like all they're doing is co uh, concentrating the money locally to each local team. Right. And that's it. And so you're never going to be a global or a nationwide sport until you get to playoffs if everyone's just watching their local game. And then people, are like, and then the, the shitty sun, and or the shitty Sunday night baseball broadcast. Like those are the only ways you're going to watch games unless you're illegally streaming it or you get MLB TV. Which I do both. Which, well, no, that's not, but MLB even MLB TV, TV it blacks out your local yeah. thing, so you couldn't watch your Sox game on MLB TV. Anyways, it's right. just everything they do is ass backwards. Which obviously, you know, they're all eighty year old white guys, so like that's what they're going to fucking do, and they care about short term gains. 
and not growing the sport or anything like that. So that's why they're still in the same position. But they're going the way of hockey, where it's going to be NBA and NFL, and then a huge gap, and then it's going to be baseball and hockey. If not already, that's and basically what it is. My thing is, as a hockey fan, I like, I like that hockey's a new sport that doesn't get like a lot of you know national thing because it keeps the hardcore fans hardcore, and they don't do things like baseball that is trying to grasp at straws how to keep viewers. Yeah. And it makes the game worse. Hockey just tailors its rules to the good of the game. And if you're a hockey fan, you're going to watch hockey. If you're not a hockey fan, you're not, not going to watch but hockey. But hockey also has young fans because kids play it. It's still Hockey is an easier-to-market sport than baseball is yes. because it's still it's fast. It's, it's, it's fast. fast There's a lot of contact. It's interesting, and it's different, but it's not too – because it's still, when you really boil it down to sports, hockey is the same as soccer, as the same as lacrosse, as the same as basketball. It's two teams moving back and forth. You're trying to get it in the net or whatever. There's different rules, but there's offsides or whatever else. They're all essentially the same kind of sport. Yes. Even football is still a territorial. You're going back and forth. Baseball is such a weird fucking sport. It's the only sport where the defense is the team holding the ball, controlling the game. There's no clock. There's nothing. It's all yes. these mini chess matches. There are a thousand chess matches going on at, at once in every play. And that's a very hard thing to market. And by trying to sort of um, box yourself into this, like, you know, it's a square peg in a round hole kind of thing, trying to be these other sports, all they're doing is doing themselves a disservice and fucking up the one thing they have going for them, which is a shit ton of history and complete, like, unique aspect compared to everything and else. The thing with the thing with the sport of baseball, which I think we, you know, we're going on a tangent with the overall sport of baseball here. Um, but the things that would save it, one is is PEDs were bring them back huge. I'm all bring for them it. back. I'm all for bring them back. Take it to the moon. Um, uh, and then the I mean the small things like when you hit a home run and you flip your bat, that is so it's oh it's, it's the unwritten rule you can't do that. Well, that's just racism right there. All that kind of shit about being like oh respect the game or no, keep I, it the game. I, I, They're I, just trying to I, I, like I, button down I, the Latin I, players and shit, dude. Go fucking. Buck I, mean, I, I don't know about racism, but oh, it is. I mean, it is. It's the old. It's the old stodgy white guys being like, "Keep the game the way it is," because there's an infusion of Latin players and well, I, and uh, again, Asian I, players. I don't know. I don't know about that, but I 100%. just I just know that it's frowned upon to flip your bat, and I think it. it for me, when I watch the highlights, I'm like, "Yo, let me see the bat flip." I, I love watching bat flips. I think they're the coolest sure. thing. Dude, Korea goes buck wild. Korea and Japan, those bat flips, they they legit launch it into the fifth. Yeah, fifth and it's fine. The, the the best one I've ever seen. Was uh, Jose Fernandez back in the day when he hit his mm -hmm. like, and and it was almost a brawl on the field. Like this is this is fucking phenomenal. Right. No, let him also same. I mean, similar to hockey, but like let him police themselves. Yeah. You want to throw your bat? Fine. If you don't take one in the air for it, go for it. Like who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. But instead, it's this weird like you the, can't bat flip, or then people tweet it, after or whatever. And, and, it's just, and the umps are throwing people out because they they. Well, the umps want to be part of the game it's too. Like, and there's a lot of things wrong in baseball, and they they need to start fixing this if they want to keep viewers like me and you engaged. Yeah, I mean, for me now. Especially if you're rocking the two TV setup, baseball is a background thing. It's it's in the background. I'll either be doing work or I'll be watching unless, a different game, gambling. Or, I was unless I have money on the game, I, it's hard. But to even play. then, it's like I'll check in and out. Like it's not football, hockey. I'm locked in. I'm watching that game. Uh, well, what I'll do, what I'll, when I bet baseball, I bet first five. That way I can. Oh yeah, that I, shit is electric. Then it's yeah. It's never been three hours. You're adding stakes. It's, it's never been three hours. It's an hour and a half. And you know what it is? It's still the pure part for the most part because it's still the two starters. Because you're not into the later bet, part of the innings the where there's a million different fucking relievers coming in. There's oh, three God. at inning, all this kind of stuff. You unless go, you you're playing, be, you can be you can be in bed by eight thirty. Right. Unless you're playing unless you're playing like Tampa Bay or something where they have an opener. Yeah, God. start. Yeah, whatever it's called. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, it opener, is, it is opener. opener. Fucking, it's the worst um, thing ever happened. But yeah, first five gambling's fun. I think I'm good. I, I just, I think I'm done with the Sox, man. I really do. I think, essentially, it's just we, I don't want to give him my money anymore. And tough with the Bruins this year, especially getting rid of Mookie. It's Bogarts, Endeavors, and everyone else I can fucking take or leave. I, I like Christian Vasquez because he looks like an evil fuck. But so does Verdugo now, and now we're going to have two evil-looking fucks on the team. I even look what he looks like. Oh, he he looks shady as hell, buddy. I do not like him one bit. And that was before I read about uh, the alleged the allegations that happened. What, what, you keep saying, what, oh, my God, he does look creepy. Yeah, he looks like a mean motherfucker. What, what, what did he do? Middle name Brady. Great. Fucking, <laughs> fucking kill me. <laughs> Alexander Brady Verdugo, get the fuck off my team. Where'd you see that? This is it right there. Oh, the, the first three words. Yeah, the, the second word <laughs> of his name, right in the middle. Yes. Um, All right, let's let's what, just fuck. What, what do you do? 
It, I don't want to get into it. There was an allegation of him, uh, Jose Urias, and one other Dodger player, I think, where there was like a drunk girl at a party and they may have assaulted her or something like that. It's Great. a whole thing. Um, but yeah, just add another bad guy to teams that you like. It's the best. I love professional sports. Catch the fever. Uh, let's move on to yep. a league that has no skeletons in their closet whatsoever. Not yet, at least. The XFL. Yeah. <laughs> so the first week happened this past Sunday. Great. I, 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 I watched. <laughs> I watched part of every game. Um, I couldn't really. Have, I was. I was working, so I couldn't sit down and actually watch every game. But it's nice only having four games on the weekend. We actually sit down and actually like instead of those, when we talk about the NFL. Oh, I saw the highlights of this game. I saw the highlights of that game. You could actually sit down and watch parts of the actual game, which was really nice. Yeah, I uh, I didn't watch a second of it, but <laughs> I did my due diligence. I watched some of the YouTube highlights. The condensed games or whatever? Yeah, condensed games. And, uh, you know, it's already a pretty condensed game, I guess, from all the rules. Um, but in a 10-minute clip on YouTube, it's really – that's some exciting stuff. It, it has the basketball tendency of the final two minutes dragging drag on. the fuck on. Okay. What they have, I found out, I did not know about this. It's called uh, the final two – or there's a weird name for it. Two-minute warning. No. The final <laughs> two minutes. copyrighted? We can't do the that. The final two minutes, the clock stops after every single play. Okay. Until the play clock, hits, play clock hits 20, and then the play starts again. Yeah, I think I need to, like, I've had the rules explained to me. I think I just have to watch it. It's not, it's, it's, it's but like, to, you know it's how, like, like, you explain a board game to someone, like, you still have to play it to understand it's like football. It's like the it's NFL. Like, it's like football. <laughs> it is. Oh, is it? it the XFL, what they're playing, it's like football? There's very no, there's not much of a difference. It's just extreme. I wouldn't even say it's extreme. The only difference is that you have to basically go for two point conversions. Yeah. It's the, only, it's the only difference. Yeah. You, you and still, the kickoff's different. Yeah, but I didn't really, you don't really tell much of a difference. Like it, it's set up differently, but it's not really. Besides, I'm forgetting the T on the field a couple times, which was really funny, actually. Yeah, there <laughs> was definitely some hilarious. Like, I like uh, one of the highlights I watched. It was uh, Houston and whoever else, but Houston Roughnecks, I think, yep. and the dude called them the Renegades. Uh, they called the Seattle Dragons the Seahawks a couple times. Like everyone's kind of figured. I mean, it's the preseason essentially, and, it was, and they're all kind of getting their and it was, footing. And it was really funny. Listen, uh, I think it was Greg. Not Greg Olson. Uh, who the hell's yeah? Greg Olson, the tight end. Yeah, Greg Olson. Yeah, They're like Greg. Yep. He uh, he was doing play by play. Good for is, him. Which is really weird. Um, Seems like a good guy. Yeah, I mean, I I, I watched the Battle Hawks game pretty much through and through. <laughs> Go Beehawks. Really? Yeah. Should we recap these real quick or? Yeah, you want to do the final scores? And sure. So the first game, I this was the inaugural game of the XFL, right? Is that the first game on Saturday? Defenders? It was the Seattle Dragons. Uh, at the D.C. Defenders. Defenders destroyed Defenders them. with their quarterback, Cardell Jones, who that's why they're one of my teams for sure is because I love Cardell, and it's good to see him playing again. He looked pretty good. He, he didn't look bad at all. The Seattle Dragons also are going to be one of my teams, I think, because— You didn't like, him all, you didn't like all the teams. I'm not going to like all the teams. <laughs> I'm going to like probably six of them. Well, because also— all right. Six of eight, yeah. Okay, but also doesn't—that kidding you. I mean, if you played Madden or NCAA or any of those things, like the creative team— aspect of Madden oh, back in the so, day so much was so much fun. You'd create a franchise and like that was it, your team. So this this still sort of scratches that itch of like... It does, yeah. All the weird logos or like team, uh, Blitz the League was like that too. Like yep. any of those kinds of things where it's like it's not the NFL but it is you, or any given Sunday. And stuff like that. Yeah, just yeah. any kind of weird shit that wasn't quite the NFL 32 was just cool. So yep. this will this will wear off but as of now it's like still just fun to think about all these different things and yep. see these random ass logos. So I like seeing Seattle Dragons it's just weird. It's, it's, it's weird. weird. It's it weird. It rolls off the tongue. Um, but they – so D.C. defeated the Seattle – the D.C. defenders defeated the Seattle Dragons 31-19. Um, good for good for the go defenders. I don't know. Like, uh, Cardell Jones looked good from the highlight that I saw. The Dragons are okay. Uh, their uniforms look pretty sweet in real life. I, I think I'm, I think the Dragons are moving up my list because we talked those jerseys yep. last time. Yep. Um, I'm out, I'm, yeah. out, I'm out on the uh, the Dallas Renegades jerseys. I can't stand Okay, them. well, we'll get to your other team. <laughs> I can't stand we'll, we'll them. We'll get to your other hot take jersey take later in the third the, game. Yeah, those jerseys looked good, though. No, they didn't. Uh, so, yeah, D.C. Defenders, I like them. I, I put, they're one of the two teams I think I put money on to win it all because they had really good odds, and I, just, I want to root for Cardell Jones. He was electric at Ohio State, kind of disappeared. I think he went to the Bills in the NFL. Dude, get him out of here. I fucking hate him. Look at this fucking guy. I'm going to have to root for Verdugo. No fucking way. Um, the second game of Saturday. Oh, he was a chin strap on his, like, on his helmet? 
Yo, he's disgusting. I'm all out. No, no, I'm talking about like on this helmet. Like, yeah. The protective chins. I hate he's that. He's a grimy fuck. Uh, Los Angeles. I don't even know. What were they? Wildcats. Wildcats. Horrible uh, jerseys. Yeah, they were pretty forgettable. At the Houston Roughnecks. Yes. Yes. Great Who basically game. have the Houston Oilers jersey. Yeah, they should have went blue. They should have uh, went blue and just made the Oilers jersey. Roughnecks lit up the Wildcats. Oh, my 37-17. P.J. Walker looked phenomenal. They were slinging the ball all over the place. That was by far the best highlight out of what I saw was, the, that was the Roughnecks. They, yeah, Roughnecks. They also, they, they also had the pick six. Um to like when they threw the pick and there was no one on the side of the field. Like it was the defender jumped the route and then there was no one fucking there. Um, it was really, again, I don't know the names of the players yet, but it was, that was a fun game to watch. Oh, Pumphrey on the DC defenders. That was the other player on DC. He played at Utah, I think, and he was really fucking good. And he won. I remember one, you know, you always remember like giant victory, like, Gambling victories. Yep. He, he's a tiny guy, but crazy fast. He was like a slot receiver kind of thing. He had an absolute crazy game. Won me a shit ton of money, so I'll always remember that guy. And he's on the defenders with Cardell Jones. So I'm a big defenders guy. Okay. Sorry, I just had to That's look fine. into that. But yeah, uh, I, I, I want, I want Walker. Somebody. Walker's good. Yeah, he, he player of the week, I believe, is what he ended up winning. Was player of the week. Was, I mean, he lit it up. It was either him or uh, Tiamu, and I think that he ended up winning it. Yeah. I have to look it up. Because they do everything by fan votes now on Twitter. Yeah, they, why not? So, okay. Hey, this is, is a weird league because there's like over-unders for this, like for closing over-unders on the actual scoreboard. There's uh, this point spread on the actual scoreboard. Oh, I it's actually a big, it's, a big, it's a big gamble. So the league. scoreboard, yeah, I mean, it's built on gambling. The scoreboard shows the over-unders. Yeah. It I kind of, I think I hate that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. Because I like the fact that it's sort of, it's not that it's a secret code. But you can also be like, yo, what was the spread on this to some guy at the bar? And if he right. tells you, like, all right, we can talk this. Right. But also, I don't want a reminder. If I'm, if let's say I bet a team uh, plus nine and a half and they're down 14 at that point, I don't need the constant reminder that I'm fucking losing my bet right I now. Agree. Like, I, I got it enough in my head. I, I don't agree. need you, like, nagging me on the screen no, visually I, I, the entire I agree. time. It's really weird. I'm or even the over either. under, it's like 52, and I know it's 14 10 with like five minutes left. It's like, bro, I know I lost this game. Like, yeah. I'm Shut trying to forget. Shut that shit Shut off. Shut that shit off. So I think it's, it's doing itself a disservice. I know why they're doing it. But as a as yeah. a DJ, I don't like I do not like it. No, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Look it up on your phone if that's what you yeah, if you for sure. the game. Yeah. That's, and keep it in your head. You know, we've done this before. I, yeah. I got it up in my head. Yep. Uh, I get, I watched the 16 games. I I know exactly what I need. Yeah, for sure. It's bad. Um, should we move on to Sunday then? The other two games. Yeah. So these uh, were much shittier based on my YouTube research. Uh, it, they were just more defensive battle. No, they were shitty. So shitty. They were shitty. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were just worse. They were worse games. So your Tampa Bay Vipers. All right, first of all, that's this game, the coach was the head coach of... Mark uh, Tressman no, of Chicago nope. Bear Glory. No, no, no he's no. not the Viper coach? He is the other team. The New York Guardians. The head coach was walking around with a beach towel over his head. The that's whole, awesome. The whole fucking game. It was weird as fuck. That's cool. And no, that's why they won. The Guardians trounced the Tampa Bay Vipers 23 to go 3. Go, go, go on your Mark Trustman rant again. I don't have to rant about it. I mean, he he does it to himself. I don't have to say anything. Like, you take one look at that picture and you know exactly who he is. I'm going to find a picture of this, of this head coach. But also, the Vipers jerseys are trash, like I told you. The New York Guardians are fine. I don't think we didn't learn anything about the New York Guardians in this game, you know, based off the X's and O's. Uh, I just think Tampa Bay is really bad. And that's it. I got nothing to add. I mean, I haven't watched these fucking games. I don't know anything about it. What's, so, go for I it. Yeah. Can't find the. I can't find a picture of him. But it, it was weird. Uh, anyways, Mark Trussman, he stinks. He played. He played scared. I am. Mean, we knew that he had a put. Uh, yeah, he's a dork, man. And it was bad. It was you know he wanted to establish a run, but then he didn't want to throw the ball. It, it was. It was it was not it was not a good matchup for him. Um, really, it, the Guardians. Why are you defending? Like, why are you defending this guy? What I, do you have? In, I, I just like the jerseys. You like the jerseys. I like the jerseys. So why can't you say that you like the jerseys, but the coach stinks and that the I, team is not no, very I, good? No, I think that's why I tweeted you right after, or texted you right after the game. Said this this coach sucks. I forgot yeah. how bad he is. I also disagree. I mean, the jerseys are they look like vomit. I don't agree with you at all. But um, I guess the one thing I can say is there's something in the water in Tampa where. The quarterbacks have to throw way more interceptions than touchdowns. Well, Jameis just got LASIK surgery, so if he comes back, he's going to fucking light it up. MVP can. Yeah, we're going to bet on Jameis right now. MVP. For whatever his odds are to win the MVP. Because what if that was it? 
How great would that be to be at the forefront of that yep. uh, miraculous turnaround? Let's get to the final game of the slate. It was our St. Louis Battlehawks at the Dallas Renegades. The Dallas Renegades have, I would say, the coolest logo, but the Battlehawks have the best helmets. Yes, and Dallas probably has the worst jerseys. But wasn't Dallas the favorite yeah, so on I, the year? But they had the, they had a, they, they had the backup quarterback in them. That's, that's the problem. Landry Jones injured his knee the first week of training camp. And so I was all over the Battle Hawks plus nine, I think it was. I'm not going to hear how stupid these fucking names are. They're, they're, they're plus, I was, they were plus nine. I was all over them. And they won, I think it was 15 to nine or 15 to six. It was something like it was a 15 to uh, nine, yeah. There we go. Man. Look at that memory. Bam, look at that. Um, it was it was not a very good played game, but Jordan Tiamu, the quarterback for the Battlehawks. For our St. Louis Beahawks, yeah. He looked good. Uh, going back, sorry, going back to the Vipers. The Vipers have a really strong defensive core. They have seven, seven right defenders. I guess I'm gonna take your word for it. I, I like. <laughs> they they looked good. You can say anything they, right they, now. Like, yeah, sure. They, they look, so I mean, everyone's afraid of that vaunted Vipers secondary. Yeah. Or for no, sure. No, the receiving core. Oh my bad. Yeah, receiving core. They, everyone I mean, knows they have a mediocre secondary. The secondary got lit up. <laughs> It, it was not good. Just, I, 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 this feels like weirdly feels like fucking Dungeons and Dragons. It feels it feels like trying to explain it, 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 like weird high fantasy. Well, type I mean, shit. you like you gotta you gotta watch it this weekend. The Urukai attacking. You, you, you gotta watch this weekend. I probably won't. To be honest, like we'll see. I mean, yeah. It's, I, it's I mean, not, if I bet it, I'll watch it's it. Not, if it's if not, I bet it, I will watch it's it. It's not a bad product. It's if you have a football itch, it really it'll scratch that itch for. I think it's ten weeks and then the playoffs. Something I saw on Twitter, which is not, it's not official, but it'd be cool. You do the championship game, stuff like that. You go through, you've made the playoffs, you win, you win the championship. Then they have the the best team from the XFL play the worst team. Gonna, oh, like relegation? Yeah, I exactly. saw that. That'd be, it's a nice idea. It would never happen in a million years. Yeah, there's no way that the... No, uh, that's the same reason MLS should have relegation. They won't because there's too much money to be made by what league they're in now. There's no... Well, there's no infrastructure for it to, for it to happen. Also, so there's, not, there's not enough teams in the MLS to actually have relegation. Right, but you could set up the similar to the XFL as a feeder system. Anyways, we're having a tangent. Should we move on? Yeah, don't die. Um, should we move on? I guess we'll preview the XFL games this week real yeah, quick. Right. Yeah, you have, you have the lines? Yeah, I got the lines. Uh, for the first game, New York Guardians at D.C. Defenders. So a real clash of the East Coast yep. metropolises. Uh, the Guardians are getting seven points on the road. It feels weird being back to saying lines like this again. It's been yeah. too long. Uh, Guardians plus seven. Overrunners 47. Um, I would take the under, even though I, like, I'll take the D.C. Defenders, I guess, because we like them, but, or I like them. Guardians didn't show me anything against the Vipers, you know. So uh, I think if anything, I'll take the under forty-seven. We'll see what happens. I, I like the under. I lean defenders, but I mean, it gets, it's so early. It's week one of a brand new league. It's kind of hard to see. With these, but the def the defense of the Guardians really showed up and showed out. Uh, they looked really good. They stifled an offensive. And I'm doing quotation marks. An offensive genius and Mark Trestman. We'll see. Because I was actually speaking of that, like I was looking at the Battle Hawks schedule to see if they could make the playoffs. Or I don't even know how the playoffs. I don't know how the playoffs work. But like each each game, they're playing like whoever it is, and I'm like, oh, that's a pretty tough game. Oh, that's a pretty tough game. And every game besides the Vipers, I was like, oh, this is a tough schedule. <laughs> like any of that fucking matters <laughs> yeah. at all. But uh, yeah, so the second game, Tampa Bay Vipers at Seattle Dragons. Uh, the Vipers got their doors blown off. The Dragons lost to the DC Defenders. Over and under is 43 and a half. Vipers favored on the road, minus two and a half. I'm hammering the Seattle Dragons because I'm a dragon boy. And I hate the Vipers. So, go Seattle. The Vipers had a really bad game on the secondary. They got beat for two massive plays. That that was pretty much the game there. And then then they threw some picks and bad. They threw one pick in the end zone and they threw another one in the red zone. Can't do that. Everyone knows if you want to win the XFL, you can't be throwing and, those. Picks. And the, and then he fumbled the ball on his own 15 yard line. So, I don't know. I'm leaning Vipers plus. Two. We should bet this against each other. I think plus two and a half. Yeah. Vipers? Yeah. Right, you take, take your Vipers, I'll take my Dragons. My newly appointed Dragons. Yeah, lock it. Sure, why not? Are we still doing that? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck why it. not? Lock that up. You lock it up. You lock it up. Vipers. Lock it up. Uh, go Dragons. Although they should be the Seattle Sea Dragons, but that's 
I digress. But, but are, they breathing, are they breathing fire? They're breathing not? fire, but they, their so they whole thing... they can't be sea dragons if they're breathing their fire. Their whole thing was that they come out of the sea, that they are sea serpents that breathe fire, which seems makes no sense to me. Nope, does it's like, not. watch one episode we, of fucking Avatar. We went over this already. Um, but let's move on to the other two games. I, I do like it. It's a quick slate. We can get through it pretty quick. Sunday at games. 3 o'clock, Dallas Renegades at the Los Angeles Wildcats. Dallas minus four. Over yeah. 48. Land, Hammer Land, Dallas. Landry Jones is back. Hammer Dallas, right? Yep. Yeah. Why not? I'd say that. Yeah. yeah. Under, maybe, and, and Dallas minus four of the Wildcats stink. Eventually, one of these games is going to go over. I mean, um, they had to know something. If they're making Dallas was the heavy favorite going into this to win it all, like one bad game with their backup quarterback, like why would I not take And they weren't really game? out of it either. No, I mean, the Seahawks, uh, Seahawks the St. Louis Battlehawks <laughs> played a shitty fucking game. Like, it was just a gross game altogether. Was that was nice. by far the most XFL, like what you were afraid the XFL was going to be out of the four games by far. Uh, no, that was definitely the Guardians. The Vipers and Guardians. Guardians. Okay. That, that one I actually had to shut off. Halfway. Just by the score, I mean, 15 to 9 is like a gross, like, that's a Cleveland. It, the other one was Bengals 28 game. to 3, wasn't it, or something like that? It was the. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, that one that. It was ugly football. There were turnovers. Uh, Matt McGloin couldn't even move the fucking ball. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It's, it, it, it was not great. All right, um, final game uh, before we get on this movie thing. Uh, I think battle, I was asking. Yes, was it Battle Hawks and uh, Battle Hawks at the Houston Roughnecks. Battle Hawks are plus eight on the road. Over under forty nine and a half. This is a stay away game if I've ever seen one. The Battle Hawks are going to get destroyed. I think. I'm 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 fading Philip Walker here. Philip Walker is the quarterback for the Roughnecks. Yep, PJ Walker who had probably who's. I guess right now the leader for the MVP. Yeah, <laughs> I guess after odds? one week. What are those odds? Um, um, I think I would take the under maybe. I mean, the Roughnecks lit it up against – I've already forgotten who they played. The yeah. Wildcats? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wildcats. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, go Battlehawks. Plus 260, money line share. Fuck it. <laughs> like, who the fuck knows? Okay. It's the XFL. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. This. Pretty, that's a pretty extreme bet. That's what I'm going with. So I'm going with <laughs> an extreme football bet. Which is the Battle Hawks on the road plus eight. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, it, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the season can be because the product's not half bad. It really is not bad. No, it's, what's perfect about it, and I've already forgotten when the AAF was during the year. It was November, December. But they've this is fit in perfectly with what where we are sports-wise on the calendar. Like That's why it's, 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 it's brilliant. This, this next month it's, is it's the ten, worst. It's ten weeks. And then it gets in, we get into the best part. But like by then you're like, all right, the playoffs cool. Like let's do uh, sure. I'll watch the playoffs. I think, I think it's final. I think four move on. So it's basically the title game and then the championship game. And that's it. But it's still a new shiny new toy ish for the next couple of weeks because February is by far the worst month of sports. Oh my god, it's scarred. Once off. we get into March, it's fucking amazing. It's so a, like it's just to hold us you, over. You think the dog days of summer with baseball is bad? At least it's baseball to watch. There's, and it's nice. There's out. nothing going on. And it's on nice out. You can go do shit, whatever yeah. you want. You can just not pay attention to sports or go swimming. I don't, I don't want to swim, but. Yeah, float. I float a lot. I do float. <laughs> I, float I float. I float very well. <laughs> uh, should we talk about this movie? Yeah, well, I thing? can't. I can't remember what I sent you. Um, I got it up here. Right. I can't. So you sent this to me about a week ago. We're just trying to fit more movies in this thing, and now I get to at least speak uh, soberly about movies. So this was tweeted by like Odd Shark about a week ago. Most inspirational sports movies. Oh, yeah, this was gone awful. Oh, my this God. This was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I remember so, this now. A, Shit. I don't understand what the odds are really for because you're not betting on it. So the odds don't make any sense. But the favorite, so there's most inspirational sports movies. The favorite Jesus, is uh, Field of Dreams minus 300. Not inspirational at all. Next one is Miracle minus 240. Yeah, it's inspirational. One after that is Rocky plus 105. Fourth would be Rudy plus 120. And the underdog is Rocky. Four plus three twenty-five. So I've never seen Rocky Four. Have you? Oh, ooh, I've seen that Rocky is, One. That is not the one I would think you would not see. I've seen the rest of them. Okay, well, I think we can both agree. Feel the dreams being well, great, the favorite. Great, great movie. Great movie. Not inspirational at all. No, like what is it? I mean, it might inspire you to like drunk dial your dad and yeah, like go hug him. Ex exactly. But like it doesn't. It doesn't like light a fire in you. Like I'm ready to go. Let's like go. Yeah, yeah. No, now. it does not make you want to run through a brick wall at all. Nope. Um, fade, fade the favorite here. Love that movie, but I think the real favorite and the correct favorite is Miracle Minus 240. That yep. is the correct, yep. true favorite, and that's probably what I would bet in terms really, of these four. The only the only reason why that one's inspirational at all, really, is because of the Herb Brooks speech at the end, which still gives me making more run through a brick wall. Not just that. I mean, the legs feed the wolf where they're doing the suicides all yeah. the time. You got the speech. They got the Christmas football game. Great. There's great. a lot. So oh, Mar of course, whenever I, see, whenever I see that Christmas football game, I'm like, yo, someone's going to tear their ACL and be out. Oh, it's going to be the dumbest 
Oh, 100%. I mean, and, that's, that's all I think about. And it's overlaid with Jimmy Carter's uh, Crisis of Confidence speech, which is a terrible speech, but in that point, it makes it's yeah. really great with the music and everything. Yes. Uh, Miracle and Rocky Four very similar. Are you aware of the concept of Rocky Four or no? Uh, Rocky's a boxer. So you've seen Rocky One though, right? Yes, that's, okay. the, that's the only Rocky ever. That in the Creed movies, which I continue. As Creed One, incredible flick. I haven't that's seen two. Rocky Six. Uh, so Rocky One really has no bearing on the other Rocky movies. They really start to go out of control. Not dissimilar from the Fast and Furious kind of movies where that. they they go crazy though. I'm, like I'm, they, I'm on a marathon right now. They All stop. The, uh, the realism kind of goes out the window, and Rocky Four is the greatest example of that because. Uh, I won't spoil it for you, but eventually Rocky has to no, fight. I'm not going to watch it. Um, okay, well, spoiler alert. Um, Apollo Creed dies. He's killed by this giant Russian boxer. Yeah, that's uh, 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 Dol Dolph, right? Dolph Lundgren, yep. Ivan Drago. Uh, so Rocky eventually goes to fight him in Russia and trains and everything, and then eventually beats him. And he basically stops the Cold War, like, essentially. Like, it's not, that, no, it's not even really, that's really not that much of an exaggeration if you watch it. Gives a great speech to this entire arena of military Russians who clearly only speak Russian, but, and, you know, Stolen barely even speaks English, but uh, he talks about, if I can change, everybody can change, everybody can change, and then, uh, and then basically <laughs> they, they sign the, the peace treaty the next day. Great, I mean, a lot of montages. I think it has nine montages, and that's not an, well, that's do, not an exaggeration. I montages. But, so I value, hashtag value alone. Rocky Four is a is a great pick here at plus three twenty five. Okay. I think the the biggest sucker bet would be Field of Dreams. Again, I don't know what we're betting for. Like, this, is this going to be a voting thing? I have no idea. I'm not going to lie though. If you bet Field of Dreams, you're you're an idiot because it's not inspiration. Yeah, it's not, it's inspiration. not inspiration. It really isn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not. It really isn't. I mean, it's, it, it's. I guess it's like follow your dreams. If if you hear voices, don't get seek medical help. Just do what the voices tell you to do. Like, that, <laughs> I mean, what, but is what, that what the inspiration what, thing what, is? What inspiration does it give you? Like, again, call your dad. Like. Right, yeah, like plow uh, over half of your fucking income and and then sit there with your thumb up your ass until you get more instructions. Like, yeah. what is the inspiration? Sounds there? like some religion. It's not going to yeah. um, <laughs> Miracle, incredible movie. I, I, that movie does not get the respect it deserves, I don't think, for sports movies. It really I think does not. It's a weird, like, middle ground where it's not old enough for older generations to be pushing it heavily, but then it's also not new enough to be entered in the conference. That came out of 04, because I remember distinctly, uh, a kid I went to school with, his cousin was in the played Jack O'Callaghan. Uh, gorgeous guy, absolute beauty. Is he really? Beauty. Um, but like I remember him coming to our middle school, uh, and so I, I don't know, that movie somehow has been sort of lost in time. In time. Like I, I don't even think about it, especially with the NHL fucking up the Olympics, they're not even in it anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think that's easily the heavy favorite. I think also Rocky Four. If you want to get into like American propaganda, that movie is fucking up there, bro. It's it's fantastic. So I my two picks would be Rudy. We won't get into. No, he's Rudy guy. Not gonna lie. I have a complicated history with Rudy. It's, a, it's, a, it's an underdog story. I get the I get the whole. He's kind of a little bitch, man. I, I think again, I'm like, not I'm not a Rudy guy. I've seen it once or twice. Yeah, and not, I wonder like Rudy. the guy who played him, Sean Astin of Samwise Gamgee fame, is he? playing it so well because he's like is he great at acting because you kind of hate him as a little bitch or if they had picked someone else would it have been a better movie because he'd be less exactly you know so it's sort of art imitating life also as an irish kid growing up in boston like i loved notre dame as a little kid so i like i now i hate myself for that right and for loving this movie as a little kid so it's just sort of like i mean the music is great the music yes. cues, all that kind of stuff but there's also like a lot of just like i mean i don't know how, it's a lot of corny i'm not gonna lie i don't know how they don't choose a single basketball movie in all these because like um coach carter great movie Coach Carter would not crack this though, no, and no, neither no, would. No. Well, remember, remember the Titans maybe. Remember but. the Titans would be a much better movie than. Yeah, movie. I get that's just a that's just a better inspirational movie. It's really feel the dream just shouldn't be on here. I'm fine it, with Rocky Four as like the crazy yeah, underdog because it, it works. I guess again, I haven't seen it, but it works. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's still every Rocky movie is doing I think, montages and inspiration. I, I think when I when I sent it to you, the first thing we both said was like, "Why the fuck is Field of Dreams on this movie?" Yeah, it doesn't uh, make any sense. It doesn't to make. Me. It's not. It's not an inspirational movie. Nope. But, yeah. I guess that's it. Oh, I do have one uh, movie recommendation. Hey, by the way, uh, Prometheus, not Prometheus. What was the, what was the, uh, the Japanese movie you told me to watch? Parasite. One. It's one something. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we want to talk Oscars, we can. Yeah. Nah, I mean, it won everything. Did you win everything? No, Parasite did. It won yeah. uh, Best Picture, Best Director, Best. Wait, wait. Nin not, 1970, 1917 didn't win? Nope. No shit. Nope. All right. Wow, wow. Yeah, pretty big upset. I guess so. All I know is they won something. I'm like, oh, shit, Dan called No, that. so the best picture was uh, 1917 and Parasite was actually pretty close odds. I think, like, 
1917 was like minus 120 and Parasite was like plus 120. But the director of Parasite winning best director was like plus 700 or something like that. Sure. That was the bigger upset. Like they didn't know best picture could have been one of those two. Mm -hmm. um, but the best director, 1917 Sam Mendes director not getting it was a much bigger crazy upset. And then the, the director for Parasite is Korean. Just kept saying every time he's like, I just want to drink like over like every time it's like, <laughs> I'm going to get drink so much tonight. And uh, then he just kept winning. And so I saw some tweet of like, this poor man just wants a cocktail and you keep giving him fucking Oscars. <laughs> he just wants to go home. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Oh, so yeah, real quick. Uh, I guess we're done, right? Just yeah. Real quick. Yep. So um, Murray's movie uh, recommendations on Netflix. I don't know. Um, yeah, do it up. Yeah, so sports related. It's on oh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, you tell me about this one. Uh, it's called Mississippi Grind, and it is a movie that I don't understand why everyone hasn't heard of it. It's Ryan Reynolds and Ben Mendelsohn. If you don't know who that guy is, he was in Bloodline. Did you ever watch that show? Mm, um, sounds familiar. He's, he's great. He's an Australian guy. He's got a cool lisp. He's a real interesting actor, electric on screen. And basically, it's, it's one of the best gambling movies I've ever seen in a... Uh, it starts out in Iowa, and these two guys, uh, Mendelssohn and Reynolds, run into each other. Uh, Mendelssohn is—I mean, it's—it's not—it's—it's a road trip gambling poker sports gambling movie, where they go all through like the kind of JV shitty, gross cities of the like South, like starting in Iowa, but down into like eventually they get to Mississippi. Yep. Um, but it's one of the most realistic. Both in the best way and the worst way of like sports gambling. So you're saying you're saying he doesn't start off as parlay with a basketball tip. So he's <laughs> no, it's not like that. No, but it's more like it's more like he saw he sees a rainbow, and immediately is like I want Hawaii getting six because the Rainbow Warriors, and he like puts like that yeah, level in like that's it's, right. Dude, that's, it, that's sports gambling to a T right, right. there. And so and that's why it's like it's also a tougher flash. It's a it's kind of a slow burn. It starts out like you know like you know where it's going, and it's it's way more of a character kind of study. But in terms of realistic gambling. And it's just on Netflix, and I don't understand why like no one's ever seen it. What's it's called just, again? It's called Mississippi Grind. It's got Reynolds and it's got Ben Mendelsohn. I'll take a look at it. And all they do is just booze and gamble, and it's like it's sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's super dark. Just absolute great representation of gambling, for better or worse. So right. I would say check that out. I got another one for next week. Sweet. That's the best movie of all time, but we'll talk about it next week. Sounds and good. I've actually seen uh, Bad Boys now. Oh yeah, Have you, you still haven't seen Bad Boys too, though, right? No, I've not. All right, we'll watch that together because it's the best movie of all time. All right. Uh, yeah, go. Beehawk? Battlehawks, yeah, yeah. All right. And dragons, and dragons. <laughs>